there are lots of people that have a bunch of experience and they have a passion for an underserved population and they want to solve a societal issue. I actually think that it's these people that are going to change the world. We need new innovative ideas, new passion, enthusiasm to go into these spaces where we haven't gotten it right and really make true change. But a lot of people think that they're going to start a nonprofit and they're going to work for free, but that is not a good idea. You need to build a sustainable business model that can sustain staff and a whole organization. And you need to do that by prioritizing your salary first. So I want to walk you through the top three reasons why executive directors must prioritize paying themselves. Let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 21 of the Harvesting Results Show, where I help you serve others by offering you tools, resources, and advice so that you can nurture the roots to harvest the fruits of all your hard work and dedication to your unique cause. I'm Rebecca Britt, your host, and today we are talking about getting yourself paid and why it's so important that you prioritize a salary for the executive director or yourself. If you haven't yet snagged the free master's class of the top three mistakes that nonprofit startups make, I want to make sure that you go over and grab that. That's at katulo.com slash startup. You can grab that. That's my free gift to you. Don't make the same mistakes I made. All right, so let's dive in. I know there's so many people that think it's so great to work for free. I mean, is that true? I don't know. But a lot of times I meet executive directors and they actually think working for free is a selling point. They're like, don't worry, I'm not gonna take any salary. We just need you to support this cause. And funders don't want to hear that. All right, so let's jump into the top three reasons why you really need to prioritize a salary. Hopefully you'll walk away with a perspective shift and you won't think anymore like this is my little pet project, but you'll realize this is a real business, a real organization that you're the leader of and need to get paid. All right, so the first reason is simply to avoid burnout. It's not sustainable to not get paid and your idea likely will need more than full-time help. Like it will need more than 40 hours a week. I haven't met an executive director yet that is like, oh, you know, I just put five hours a week to this thing and it's just slow growing and it's my little on the side thing. No, like you need a lot of work to get a nonprofit off the ground and to actually serve people and to set up the business, set up the processes, set up the services, develop the programs, all of that stuff, and then actually do the services and the programs. So it's going to take a lot more than full time. And are you really going to give full time or more for free? You know, this creates burnout because you are working so much. You're dedicating everything to this and you aren't getting paid anything. So likely you're making sacrifices. And so you're starting to not be healthy yourself. I know this. I started a nonprofit thinking that working for free was a selling point and I ate out of a food bank. I had no money for anything and people would drop off clothes for me. I was a charity case. You know, they drop off clothes for me. They would drop off food. I went to the food bank, but I was killing myself and I had some people like volunteers wouldn't show up. I had some people that we served. Kids didn't show up. Parents didn't show up. Like I didn't value my time. So they didn't value me. So that was a really big lesson for me. I also would sit with funders or donors and they'd be like, 
sliding across a check to me and they'd be saying like, here you go, Rebecca, love the great work you're doing. And I like would add as this selling point, like, yes, and it's so great that all of this money is going to go directly to the kids and none of it goes to my salary because I work for free. So don't worry about that. And they would like slide the check back. Like, what do you mean you work for free? And what I found out was donors do not want to give to an organization where somebody is working for free and the whole thing falls apart when that person isn't just, isn't dedicated anymore. So say I completely burn out, say I have health issues, say something happens to me, the organization's just gone. All of the kids that I'm serving now just don't have a program anymore. I might do more harm than good. So it's it's really not okay to not give yourself a salary because you could be setting your organization up for failure. And at the very least, you want to come off to donors and funders as a very sustainable organization that has good foundation, good structure, and good plans for if something happens, right? They don't, they need to know that their money is safe. So that's the responsibility of you. And it starts with your salary. If you are gone, who's going to take your place? And nobody's probably going to do the amount of work and have the enthusiasm that you have, but they especially won't if they're not getting paid for it, right? Okay, so you want to avoid burnout. You don't want to get to the point where you're like, I can't believe I've given my whole life for this and nobody cares about me and I don't get paid and da 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 Don't get there, okay? And this brings me to point number two. See yourself as an employee because you are. I know that executive directors like to think that this whole thing wouldn't exist without them. And it probably wouldn't. It wouldn't have gotten off the ground because you're the founder and you care about it so much, but it can exist without you. The board can fire you. That's what boards, I mean, boards are not there for firing executive directors, but they are there for overseeing and governing the organization. And that may mean that they need to let you go and they might see another person fulfilling your position better. So if you are an employee, they should be paying you. If they're able to like let you go from your own organization, they should be paying you and they should be able to hire, you know, whoever fits the bill best for this organization. So you are an employee and you need to treat yourself as one as well. Understand that this isn't something that you own um, that is only yours. And if you don't like the idea of that, you can go watch my video on nonprofit versus for-profit and maybe you want a for-profit. Trust me, I changed my nonprofit into a for-profit because I wanted to own all of my intellectual property and I wanted control. So you can do that, but a nonprofit gives control to the board of directors, okay? So see yourself as an employee because you are. Okay. Finally, why do you need to pay yourself? Because you want to position yourself for growth. If you need to hire a program director, administrative assistant, a volunteer coordinator, any of those things, and you get to the point where you're like, holy crap, we need to, we might, we have some money in the bank and we really need to hire this position and you have not paid yourself yet. Well, that's weird. Are you going to like hire staff that gets paid? I don't know. Maybe it's part-time and they get paid $20,000 a year and you get paid nothing. You should be paid the most if you are responsible for all of the work they do and the entire organization. And so you can't hire people well and give people the salaries they deserve and give them the promotions and the raises they deserve if you are not willing to give that to yourself. Give it to yourself just 
so that you can give it to others, right? We've heard this before. Make sure your cup's full so that you can pour into others. Well, it's the same thing with money. You need to make sure that you are paid correctly so that you can pay other people correctly. And if you expect yourself to be a slave to the nonprofit and work for peanuts or nothing, then you're going to expect that of other people. And you're going to find that other people will not bring the quality of work that you bring. And you can't hold volunteers accountable. Like you can a little bit, but I hear from so many executive directors when I'm like, oh, this person doing your social media, like it looks like it's not really the way you want it. And they're like, I know, but she does it and, and she does it pretty good. And she's a volunteer. So she's giving her time for free. And we don't want to really like be critical of her because she might walk away and it, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that dynamic at all. I want to be able to tell somebody a job to do. I want to tell them my expectations and I want to be able to hold them accountable to those expectations. And you cannot do that without paying them. But if you pay them, you feel pretty good about being like, Hey, you know, this is what this position entails. And this is what I expect of you. Paying people really puts you in a good position as a leader. And it starts with paying yourself. You cannot have a growing staff and a growing organization that is flourishing and getting more staffing, more resources, more human capital without investing in your initial human capital, which is you. Okay, so let's recap. You want to avoid burnout. You want to make sure that you are not starting something that you can't sustain. In three years, is no money going to be okay? Is In five years, is no money going to be okay? You don't want to see taking no money as a selling point. I would keep that on wraps for as long as you can uh, if you are working for free right now and start prioritizing that budget. You also want to see yourself as an employee because you are. So you are not this like, oh, I'm Rebecca and I have this great idea and don't worry, I'm willing to work for free. No, I'm Rebecca, the executive director of this organization. The board has elected me to this position and I get paid for it, okay? So it's just a difference in energy if you are an employee of your organization, how you carry yourself versus uh, this is my thing that I started that's about me and my dreams and please support me. You probably don't want to support that. But if somebody comes to you as the executive director or something um, and they're getting paid and they're doing it as a job, it feels much more business and it feels much more secure for a donor or a funder. And you finally, you want to position yourself for that growth. So you can't pay other people's salaries until you have a salary. And if you think that you're going to have staff, if you'd like to hold people accountable and not always have that whole like, well, they're volunteering their time, so I can't really tell them much dynamic, then you want to pay people and you got to pay yourself first. I would love you to leave in the comments if you have prioritized your salary, how you've done that, why you haven't been able to do that. Like what's your biggest challenge with this perspective change? Has this video helped you change your perspective and understand why it's so important? Now I will go into another video on exactly how. Now, how do you prioritize your salary? And when it feels like, okay, Rebecca, well, we only got $500 in donations last month. So it's pretty hard to justify like, pulling out a certain amount for salary, it's, it feels like peanuts. I will do a video on exactly how you do that and how you budget for your salaries um, in a further video. But for now, if you haven't yet, go grab that free master's class, the top three mistakes nonprofit startups make at katulo.com slash startup. And don't make the mistakes that I did. Thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.